And we are back. A new year, new beginnings. Old Team Spirit podcast proudly brought to you by City Press. Gee, what a beginning of the year. But first, let's recap what happened at the end of last year. Exactly a month ago, this day, this week, Lionel Messi lifted uh, the World Cup. That elusive trophy that has been missing from his cabinet, leading Argentina to that grand final against uh, France who, gee, what a a World Cup final. I don't think we'll ever see something like that. Fortunately one was there to witness live from Qatar. As always, I'm not alone. Kinali Remutuai Madumera. Madume spirit and compliments of the new season since this is the very first show of the year. Yeah, team spirit. Gee, a lot has happened, especially towards the end of the year. Cristiano Ronaldo finally leaving Man United. He is now in Saudi Arabia where he's going to wear the captain's armband against Messi's PSG, which could be the last meeting of the two giants of uh, world football. What do you think of Cristiano Ronaldo's move to the Middle East? Nothing now what is exciting about him is that uh, I'm sure for the first time in the history of that club, they are able to sell as many jerseys as they do now. I think they'll definitely somehow recover the money that they invested on Ronaldo with the sale of uh, merchandise, particularly the number seven jersey of that no-name brand. Unfortunately, the person who was wearing the number seven jersey uh, had to be shown the door because he allegedly refused uh, to give it to Ronaldo. But not only that, one of our own on the continent, Abu Bakr, had also uh, uh, had to leave the club to make space for Cristiano Ronaldo. What do you think of this? Do you think he'll be popular uh, in Saudi Arabia, especially with the club? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, by the way, is a global brand. And, you know, I felt sorry for Vincent Abubakar for them to sacrifice him. And, you know, I mean, what a dream come true would have been for the uh, Cameroonian big boy to play alongside one of the, you know, like I say, a global brand in Cristiano Ronaldo. It would have also elevated his brand, you know, to to another level. So, yeah, it's a pity he had to step out for them to uh, take in, you know, a foreign player. Speaking of a, a big brand, there's one supporter uh, who paid 2.2 million pounds for a VIP seat to watch Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi on Thursday in that exhibition game, which is more than 40 million rent. Gee, uh, I wish I could be there. Absolutely. That's crazy. That's madness on, you know, what money can do. But uh, why not? If you've got it, flaunt it. Why not? Uh, Let's come back, local. Sundowns, are they home and dry? Uh, midway through the season, it looks like they are cruising at, uh, normally planes cruise at about 38,000 feet altitude. Looks they are on, it looks like they are, they are on their own. Yeah, no, we know the story with this uh, runaway train. With a gap of uh, 19, 21 points between them and the Soweto Giants, 
I think it's as good as gone because we would have... Are we, are we still calling them the Soweto Giants? Well, on paper, yes, those two brands, Orlando Pirates, Kaiser Chiefs, we still see uh, the merchandise now and then on the streets. Yeah, quite popular, I must say. But the reality is the competition, the league itself. The Yellow Nation, I think, yeah, they are as good as being the champion now for the sixth time in a row. We, we need competition in, in, in the league. We cannot go on like this. Because, you know, football is about, it's not just about entertainment, but it should be unpredictable. Now we know that whoever is playing against Sundowns, it's like a chicken going there or a sheep to the slaughter, uh, you know, no resistance, no nothing. The decision of Sundowns management to give one Rulani Mukwena uh, uh, the team looks like... It's, it has paid off. He's still to lose a game since he took over. Yeah, indeed. That reshuffling, which you and I still today can still figure it out, but what we can say for sure is that Rulani came out or he another head coach. So, yeah, this turnaround, I mean, it really shows where it has put him out there as a good coach. But at the same time, we don't know exactly what is happening behind the scenes, how influential is the word of Coachman Ngoba and Steve behind the scenes. But yes, we do see that uh, Rulani Asiena, the foreman, the conductor of the orchestra, yeah, uh, well done to him, uh, you know, with this winning streak of uh, 11 victories on the trot. I mean, no uh, other coach have... I can't remember anyone, you know, in in uh, recent memory for someone to win games on a roll like uh, what Rulan is doing with Sundowns. You know, you're speaking of a, a foreman. Uh, in the early 90s, remember Wafana Wafana were called the 4x4. Four four. They got four in Zimbabwe. They got four in Nigeria. There's now another one called the 4x4. Four four. They got four last weekend. This is Kaiser Chiefs, by the way. The first time they got four was against Sundowns, whom they are meeting again this weekend. Is it the case of from the frying pan to the fire for Kaiser Chiefs? Yeah, Athazwani be better be careful because, yeah, this is one game that where normally uh, when a coach of a so-called big club is under pressure, that's where you really have to redeem yourself. As for whether he's going to beat Sundowns at FNB remains to be seen because uh, I stated previously that, you know, whenever Sundowns are on a roll and you look at where they mostly accumulate their points and goals, it's mainly against Chiefs and Pirates because that's where they, uh, you know, sort of come hammer and thongs. And yeah, the 4 nil scoreline, uh, with sundowns, anything is possible. You need to touch briefly on the issue of discarding of players. Kaiser Chiefs discarded Ramatora Mpatele at the end of last season. Zuma, Dumisani Zuma, we know all about his troubles or problems or challenges at Kaiser Chiefs. The two players came back to haunt the very same Chiefs when Amazulahamad Chiefs on, on Friday last week 
Was it too soon to get rid of these players, which has left Chiefs somehow thin with the new back four, uh, especially central defenders uh, of Quiniga and, and, and Dove, and now left back, you don't know, is Clanty one day, the other week was somebody else right back, uh, is Frostler, it's like chopping changes of, of the defence. Yeah, in my honest opinion, uh, the mere mention of Ramatham Patele, it says to me, this is the player who should at the moment be leading Kaiser Chiefs on the park because that's what Chiefs uh, are actually lacking right now. I mean, you can uh, all do it with your academy players mm -hmm. who, by the way, I mean, as much as they are energetic, uh, doing the running arounds, but you need proper leadership and quite often the, you know, stable teams, they do their thing. I mean, that leadership uh, should come from the back and I don't think, yes, uh, there was that call for Kune to come back and all that. He can't do it alone. You need... Not true. Yes, true. you need that spine of experienced players and that's what Chiefs are lacking and I'm not surprised that they are losing matches. But but do you think I mean now is he's throwing in youngsters in the is it a case of you no know, I'll have uh, ready made excuses to say I'm building for the future when is the future? I mean uh, let's be honest uh, to use Pizzo's words uh, let's be honest gents <laughs> for how long clubs like Kaiser Chiefs going to be rebuilding because every season we hear that they are rebuilding but. You know, uh, look at the end results. Sometimes, I mean, they've come to a point where they are now even struggling to make the top eight. Now let's go again on the field. Victor Gomes from the World Cup. Now to the boardroom or wherever, deciding to, what do they call it, hang, hang up his, his whistle? You know, on the high. Is this the way? Because I, I, I personally think that he still had a lot to to offer to South African football, to continental football, world football. I mean, he was in charge of uh, last year's AFCON final. He was in charge of, of uh, World Cup matches, notably Spain against Japan, one of the big games. And for me, I'll give him 7 out of 10. His first World Cup, unfortunately, it also happened to be his last World Cup. Should he be persuaded to come back? I think the game needed uh, Victor Gomes in the middle of the park. He, he has, you know, sort of, uh, he has also built his own brand to be one of these, not only respected in locally, but in the continent. And, you know, the World Cup was just another big step in his career. For me, you know, my heart is so that he had to leave at this stage. Yes, you know, sometimes they say, uh, you know, you get off the top when you are still doing so well like he did, which uh, for him, I think, for his own personal reasons, uh, it was the best way to uh, to quit when he was at the very high peak of his career. But uh, remember with Reveries, uh, there's that uh, 45 age cut and, you know, Victor Gomes was nowhere near retirement age. So I think the game will miss him. Remember, Victor Gomes came from this uh, being over Zilia's referee mm -hmm. to being one we of call, the we most call him Pen Penaldino. Penaldino. <laughs> you know that where he is, there's controversy, but none of that at the World Cup. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, we'll miss those iconic moments where 
he was uh, showing Mo Salah in that AFCON final in Cameroon will never forget to say, do you want to take up my cards and whistle and officiate in the game? So yeah, what a legend. You will definitely going to miss Malume. But I think the downside of that is because, you know, they work as a team. What is going to happen to the likes of Zakele Suela, who was in the team of uh, Goms uh, when they go out uh, on the continent, also FIFA matches, and the guy from Lesotho? It means now they must head, get a new person whom, well, they don't know. Who is there anyone who is ready to fill up uh, uh, Victor Goms' shoes? Sure, at this stage it's difficult. And remember talking of uh, this pairing, which uh, FIFA also call. Uh, the Reverie Trios. Uh, remember also Janice Zakwe, the Zambian, has mm. also quit. He used to be in the same team as Siwela and the uh, and, uh, uh, assistant from Lesotho. So, yeah, it's, it, it remains to be seen if, uh, you know, the region can give us another uh, man in the middle who will be as shrewd as uh, what Victor Gomes used to do and... Uh, yeah, we can only hope that uh, the next best man could be a South African. I'm watching around. I see Lutolo Badi. His try is being uh, elevated to, you know, uh, the top level. He's the one who's mostly handling, you know, your Category A matches in the PSL. We can only hope for the best that, you know, um, yeah, someone from South Africa make that uh, uh, FIFA panel to... To to, uh, to take along with Siwela to major competitions. You know, I think before we wrap it up, uh, I saw one Ernest Medindorp hitting the roof uh, in the, after their game, uh, Swallows against TS Galaxy. They were robbed a goal. Uh, and then he said some unprintable words, which I agree with him. I'm not a match official, but uh, from where I was seated, I saw a legit goal being disallowed. Looks like that issue of poor officiating, dubious decisions is back in the in the league. Yeah, well, for starters, uh, a big credit to you, Spirit, because you can translate German. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Remember, it was the uh, the two Germans facing off in that match, uh, also with the, uh, I mean, the TS Galaxy coach. Yeah. But moving on to, you know, that controversial moment. So it really shows that maybe we need VAR also in our league to minimize such mistakes. We saw it, well, it was a more modified version of it at the recent World Cup which I think also is costly, uh, by the way, to bring it up to that level because you would need some cameras permanently mounted on the roof of the stadium to to be able to help the VAR room to make, you know, so, uh, so that their decisions are sort of efficient and, and fast. And uh, yeah, but I do think that we need some system that can help the referees to make up their mind oh have you ever heard of the you know these days we're talking of dubek super kings pretoria capitals i watched one of their games on tuesday night what a game i'm off to another game they're playing again uh, on wednesday and this is where you'll find me these days uh, sa20 is happening i'm really uh, uh, surprised by the support 
everything that has been happening, this is the best thing that has ever happened to our cricket. Forget about the Proteas and those chokers, but now we're talking about SA20. Remoto Ahai, next week when you come back, I think we'll revisit the issue of sundowns and Kaiser Chiefs over the weekend. Kia Hara. And then maybe Sundowns must be elevated to the SA20. They must go and play the limited overs as well. I can't say yes. I can't say no. Bye-bye. Thank you.